Okay, so here we are on my uh, day 22 of my Camino on a treadmill. Retracing my Camino steps, following BK Lee, uh, who did it, did the same Camino as me, as in the Camino France. And uh, he did it about a year after me. Don't ask me the years, I'm not good in the morning, and things like dates and all that. I remember in history class, I didn't, I was interested in the drama and stuff, but just felt like a lot of it was about knowing dates. And uh, I'm like, come on, you know, just maybe it's different now. Maybe it wasn't about learning dates. I mean, I, it's not like I paid a lot of attention, but I was interested in the Russian revolution for sure. But dates and names and things. Yeah. There was a guy who was briefly the first, was he prime minister or president of the Soviet Union? What was his name? Kulit? Oh. I remember him looking him up. Interesting dude. Hold on, what's this place here? Barking dogs and suddenly the video has cut. We'll never know what happened there. BK has cut out all the dramatic bits. He was probably savaged by a wild animal. Anyway, who's that guy? He was briefly leader. I think he wasn't with the Bolsheviks. Was he the Mensheviks or something? He ended up in America making anti-commie propaganda videos or films. What was his name? Answers on a postcard, please. So, uh, walking by the side of a road here. Let's just check him on the right bit of the video. Yeah, I am, okay. So I am uh, actually just finished my day 21 and I'm on my day 22 now here in Galway, Ireland doing my Camino on a treadmill. I kind of need a jingle for that, don't I? Camino on a treadmill. Da, 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 da. Hmm. Need to rethink that a bit. Like, considering I'm an expert on all these American TV commercial jingles, I should have no problem. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Could base it on that, I suppose. Camino on the treadmill. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. I don't know. As I said, I need a jingle for the deep bits. And every show. And now, the deep bits. Okay, BK is talking. Repeat, BK is talking. He stopped talking. BK has stopped talking. Repeat. Okay. You get the gist. So, oh my God, he's been overtaken. This is not good, Chris. The first person to overtake him has no backpack, and the second has just like a handbag or something. Are these even real peregrinos? I used to walk with the backpack, then I started sending it ahead. Because I was sick. <laughs> Break out the violins. You get no mercy, though. People are like, F you with your no backpack. You're not a real peregrino. You're not a real pilgrim. Now, he's following these people, but that's good. The arrow is pointing that way. We're going the right way. He's going the right way. Repeat, he's going the right way. I feel like a spy here. I'm like the lives of others. Well, if he was North Korean, there would definitely, there'd have to be a chaperone. <laughs> I think they just plain wouldn't let you get on the Camino. If you say you want to do it, they blow you up with a missile, with a, with a what's that thing they use, the bazooka or a, an armor-like missile or something. Anyway. Where were we? Someone's singing. Who's singing? Give us a song there. It's one thing I don't like. Happens in Ireland sometimes. Late at night. In a group of people. Small group of people. Everybody's really drunk. Some more so than others, I dare say. And someone insists that everyone has to sing a song. And I'm just thinking of one example a good few years ago during the Galway Film Festival. In some hotel, people talking. And this woman 
decides everyone has to sing a song. It's nonsense. And and they, she kept pressurizing everyone to do it. And her only qualification was she's completely stoutious drunk, as our, well, I like to think I wasn't as drunk. But what's the sort of rule? Hey, I'm drunk, I insist. You have to sing a song because I'm drunk and I think you're all drunk too. It's like, no, that's, that's, uh, I, I refuse to go along with this tradition. Then they get mad with you if you don't sing. I did end up singing something. It's a John Prine song, Christmas in Prison. I sang a verse of it, which I can do on guitar, but me singing it a cappello with a few drinks on me, uh, I'm glad there were no. This was in the days before everybody had a camera on their phone, I think. It would ruin my reputation when I'm famous, which is any day now. So, I was discussing the other day in the film of this podcast that Owen Wilson would play me. I like that voice, you know, he's got that drawl, but uh, I want someone younger. I was thinking Bradley Cooper. Isn't that his name? Hold on, Bradley Cooper. No, 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 Ryan, what's his face? From La La Land and Emma Stone from La La Land, she'll play the love interest. What love interest, I hear you saying, ha ha. Well, who knows? By the time I get to the end of this, I could be doing my last few days of the Camino on a treadmill in Vegas, baby, after an Elvis marriage. I think if I flew to Vegas to get married, I'm not keen on the idea, but if I did, I'd be kind of like, well, if my wife, my fiance, my fiance, must be great to say that, my fiance. There's an episode of Seinfeld where Elaine got really annoyed at this woman who kept saying, my fiance this, my fiance that. And Elaine goes up to her and says something like, oh, my dingo, my dingo got your baby, or something, which is a quote from a TV movie about the dingo who got the baby. You know the one I'm talking about. Anyway, Elaine wasn't. Elaine's nose was out of joint. But I want to be that person, you know? And my fiancé this, my fiancé that. I mean, I also want to be that my wife guy, but I don't know, fiancé. So French sounding. Probably because it is French, I presume. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, my fiancé, if she insists on the Vegas wedding, which would... Some might argue is a red flag right there. Anyway, I'd say, well, look, honey, if we're going to do the Vegas thing, I'm not really keen on it, but it's got to be an Elvis pastor, you know, Elvis minister. Like, otherwise I ain't doing it. In fairness. And if she didn't go for that, she's not the one for me. So there's some more nuggets of advice. So, uh, anyway, where was I? BK's walking along here, what can I say? There's a lane, there's trees, there's fields, there's blue sky, a couple of clouds. That's all I'm giving you. Nothing too exciting. There's a road to the right, we're off-road. I guess this would have been one, a main road back in the day, would it? There's a big, long Roman road at one stretch, 17 kilometers of straight. Ah, it's horrible. So, cloud fields to the left. Um, we're working without notes today. So let's see. So yeah, uh, this is my second in a row today. I, I was behind. So each of my days is an hour long sometimes less than an hour if it's at the end of BK's day. So I'll do three days today. This is my second today. But the third one will be like 48 minutes or something. Because I got up at 4 a.m. Unusually. 
and cat woke me up. Anyway, feels good. Okay. Um, however, my train of thought, let's just revisit some things from the last episode, clear up a few things. So I was talking about, I've got a diver watch, a Seiko. It's called a Seiko Mini Turtle. It's, uh, this is crazy. I knew nothing about watches a month or two ago. Now I'm like, I can tell you, there was the Seiko Turtle. This is the Seiko Mini Turtle, which many say is the true successor to the SKX, which would have been worn by Robert Redford in that film. Was it called Out to Sea or something? Anyway, but I was saying earlier though, I think what's gonna happen when lockdown is over, when Camino, um, when lockdown is over and I'm out in a boot in, I don't know, I don't really go out, but I guess after Camino, I make an effort. It's kind of hard at my age though, because People are either, they're either way younger than me, most of them, and then even worse, some of them are actually my age <laughs> or older. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm really ruling out everything there, am I? <sighs> well, they're either way younger than me or my, yeah, I say my age is worse because Let's face it, there's more chance they're bitter. But you're not bitter, James, I hear you say. Ah, yes, but I had to do much work on myself to get to this state. My, my brother, my sister. Not everyone has done as much work as me, as much spiritual work as me. You see? So they're bitter. Not like me. Bum, ba, da, dum, bum. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Okay. So anyway, hypothetically speaking, I'm out. Okay. I'm going to be wearing my Seiko Divers watch, um, Mini Turtle, uh, successor to the X, the famous XKX brand. I won't talk all that watchy nerdy stuff. No, no, that's not cool. But I'll make sure the watch is <clears throat> on display. Subtly, or not so subtly, maybe. So, a certain woman would see it, and she'll see that it's a diver's watch. It's got the red and white, what they call the Pepsi bezel, and it's got a Buen Camino! Buen Camino! And uh, if you look closely, it says PADI, P A D I, so that's some diving organization, so it's like. It's the real deal. Good for 200 meters. Eh, I'd like to go a bit deeper, but you know, could do a bit of diving with this baby on my hand. Anyway, so let's get the fan going there. So I am out in the bar with wearing my Seiko Diver Mini Turtle Watch. Here's the trick. It may lull some women into the false security or the false knowledge. Uh, it may make them think that I'm a diver. And you can just imagine that. They'd be like, oh my God, he's intelligent and a diver. It's like, that is my, I bet you there's a certain amount of beautiful women out there. Maybe even like, you know, rich princesses types you read about in fairy tales. And they're like, oh, father. Father, the king says, daughter, when are you ever going to get married? We've had so many, what do they call them? Courtiers or something? Courtiers or courters. Men courting you from far and beyond. And you refuse to marry them all. She said, oh, but father, I will only marry a man if he is both intelligent and a diver. To which the king says, oh, but daughter, we've searched high and low. We have found many intelligent men and many divers, but never have we found an intelligent diver. 
with apologies to divers. I'm just repeating the fairy tale here. Never the twain shall meet, and I fear my daughter shalt never be married. In which case, when she turneth forty, we shall lock her in a dungeon or chop her head off or something like that. For it is written that that is what we do with unmarried wenches. <laughs> wenches, where did that come from? Unmarried princesses. Okay, so she happens to be out in the same bar as me. And she's, oh, he's wearing a diver's watch. And I mean, she'd only have to listen to me for a minute. She'd, oh, she'd swoon at my intelligence. He's so intelligent. And I don't care that he's poor, for I am rich. And I shall be happy to share mine riches with him. So anyway, all good so far. So here's the trick though. Pardon my sniffles. Anyway, uh, I'm not a liar. I'm not a good liar anyway, that's for sure. So, I can't, if I say to her, I'm a diver, then that's a lie. So I'll have to just imply it right up to the day we get married. And then I suppose eventually she'll find out. Maybe she wouldn't, maybe she doesn't need to see me diving or she'd go diving, she just likes the fact I'm a diver. Yeah, but then I'd have to invent all these trips away. Oh, it's getting complicated. No, what I'd have to do is um, just not answer her question directly. Do they call that a mental reservation? It's like, I'd never lie. So she'd be, oh, good evening, young sir. Well, I suppose she'd actually send one of her aides over to me and says, say, you know, her ladyship requests your company in uh, Nocton's Bar in Galway, 9.15, in the bit, you know, the bit behind the toilets there, that snug. Oh, yes, I shall be there, I'll say. So anyway, I meet her, and she said, I overheard you talking, and I thought, oh, you're so intelligent. Then I saw your diver's watch, and I thought, oh, he's a diver. Are you a diver? Oh my God, if she came straight out with that, I'd be like, I, I'd just say, well, I could either kind of do the whole playful thing. I could be, but no. Nah. I think I'd go for, well, in a certain sense, we're all divers, are we not? You know, kind of philosophical thing. She'd say, uh, oh, do pray tell, enlighten me. I, 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 I fear I don't understand you. And then I'll have to say, well, well we all, uh, <laughs> I haven't thought this through. You know, we all dive into the emotional journey of life, the depths of our heart. Yeah, I think I could, I could, I could do something with that. I think I could win her over without lying. It would all come out in the honeymoon though. I don't think this story would end well. I suspect the king would have me beheaded. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll aim a little lower. <clears throat> maybe just don't lie. Be myself. Yeah, that worked, that's worked really well for me so far. Uh, I think I am more myself now than I used to be. Just a bit older. Older and wiser, wearing a diver's watch. And doing a Camino on the treadmill. That'll be a great shadow line. Oh, you're the Camino on the treadmill guy. Oh, can I get your autograph? See, then I'll think they just want me because I'm famous. It's so hard, isn't it? Rich and famous. <clears throat> I just don't know. I mean, you marry a princess, you get beheaded. Buen Camino! Um, 
or pass the other option. Or else you marry someone who just wants you because you're famous. I mean, at least you don't get beheaded in that scenario. But you're just plagued by doubt. Does she just want me for my fame and my money? Maybe I could live with that. I'll get some more water here. So I planned on doing three of these this morning. I might as well, might as well. The third one is shorter. And all I've had so far, I had a coffee, did the first one. I had a zumo de naranja, orange juice, and then on my second one. Before the third one, I shall have another coffee and some cereal. How about that? Some muesli with oat milk and uh, milled linseed powder. Hey, milled linseeds, whatever, it's not. Powder makes it sound wrong. It's great for the movements, great for the bowel movements, they say. I'll uh, save that for topic for another, when I really run out of things to talk about. Some might say I'm talking crap already. Anyway. Uh, I think we ended with me talking about a Lyocha Lyocha, which means Russian for bad Lyocha. Lyocha is a name. There's Lyocha, there's Lyosha, there's Plyocha Lyocha. So yeah, I, I, I only came up with the um, opening scene last night, or <laughs> earlier this morning, I should say. Camera flying over Moscow out to the suburbs through grotty images of kids, drugs, yeah, crazy stuff, into a window of a high-rise bleak apartment. Big burly, hairy Russian guy, missing teeth, smoking a cigarette, stubs it out. The camera comes right up to his mouth. He says, Niels Wood, Plyocha Lyocha. Music stops just before he says it, of course. Niels Wood, Plyocha Lyocha. My name is Bad Lyocha. Translation. Uh, stay tuned, more to come. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll uh, spread that out throughout my uh, podcast. Only about 140 more to go. So, no problem. At least I'm doing three today because I missed three or four days. I mean, when I stop, it just doesn't get done. And honestly, if I don't do it in the morning before work, it just tends not to get done. So, if you just joined me, I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning, decided to do three podcasts in a row, three days as I call them, each hour is a day. It's still dark here in Galway, it's bright in Spain, and uh, it must be in the afternoon at this stage, I guess, for BK, who we're following, BK Lee, all the way from Korea. You're playing a blinder at PK. I'm at four kilometers an hour. Let's go up. I want to get some heart points. I'm going to go up to 4.8. Let's go nuts here. And I'll put my incline at one. I don't put the incline any harder because it gets squeaky. It seems to anyway. So. Got my uh, Camino walking sticks hanging on each arm of the treadmill. They're just there as talismans. They really get in the way if I try and use them here, but let's take a picture of that. I like the look of it. It would be a good uh, photo for my, because I've got the treadmill, I've got a sad lamp on top, I've got a microphone with a pop shield, I've got the uh, sticks, walking sticks hanging off the side. Um, but. As you can see, I just use a simple logo saying Camino on a treadmill because I found if you're searching on your phone for podcasts, the thumbnails are really small, so I just thought really high contrast, big letters, Camino on a treadmill. So, that's how I rolled with this one. I tell you, if I ever get publicity stills, you wouldn't want one of me right now. I'm in those kind of 
tapered, shiny tracksuit bottoms, a foam uh, sort of taped to my leg, and I'm bare chested, which could be a good thing, but actually isn't in this case. Maybe it'll be a good thing by the end, when I'm all toned up. And uh, what else? <laughs> I've got a thing in my nose for keep my sinuses open. You can also put like these tape things over your nose. Some rugby players use it. This one goes inside to push them out. So I wouldn't be leaving. If I left that in for the photo op by accident, oh my God. Well, they could Photoshop it out. They'd probably leave it in though. Just to mock me. See, when I'm famous, people are gonna be jealous of me, but I'm ready for that. It's the price of fame, I'm up for it. I'm game for that. Uh, don't know how long I'll keep at 4.8. Let's go down to 4.6. So, the hardest thing today won't be doing three in a row. It won't be the walking of three in a row. It'll be the talking. I can talk a lot of BS, but without any refueling time, I wonder. I have a feeling I have an infinite amount of BS in my head, so I can't guarantee it'll all be high quality BS like I've been given so far. So let's see what happens. Plyoka uh, Lyoka, I've no more on that movie. I'm panicking now for the first time ever on this uh, uh, adventure that I suddenly will run out of words. I, there goes a car or a pickup truck. I run out of word, as Pioca Lioca would say. What beautiful eye you have. I run out of word. Nails of wood, Pioca Lioca. That's such great dialogue. That's what they'll say about my film. Gritty dialogue, uh, amongst other things. A taut, emotional, emotionally draining drama. Now, emotionally draining doesn't sound good. A visual masterpiece, something like that. Finland flexes his action movie muscles in this movie and comes out tops. An action movie with heart, with depth, yeah, something like that. I don't, it'd be like Beckett meets, um, who's that action movie guy? I know there's loads of them, but who's the Asian guy who did like Mission Impossible and stuff? Him, anyway. Samuel Beckett meets that guy. Okay, Beckett meets Tarantino. That would be me, that'll be my kind of movie. I'm not into all that Tarantino violence, but anyway, each to their own. He gets annoyed if people bring it up. I guess you don't have to watch his films. I don't know. I think young kids watching, I mean, young kids watching Game of Thrones with all that violence and casual rape. I don't know. It's such a good thing, but what do I know? So I've walked two kilometers now on my day 22. I'm going down to 4.4 here. And uh, God, I'm really, I better look at my notes. Happy Clappy Atheist is still at the top of my notes. Still haven't researched that one. I'll get back to you on that. Uh, gratitude Diver Watch ZZ Top. That was what I was supposed to talk about here. So I've done all I can with the Diver Watch. Basically, I'm going to wear it out. And I'm like, the look I'm going for is intelligent yet sportsman-like. Now, sportsman-like just means fair, doesn't it? Oh, what sportsman-like behavior. You turned down the duel. That's not sportsmanlike, that's just cowardly. Um, sporty. Intelligent yet sporty. Camino on a podcast host, James Finland, takes us on a dive with him. 
No, I don't. Uh, anyway, I think, I think I've squeezed all I can out of that one. Gratitude. I don't know what else to say about that other than it's definitely a good thing. And then we talked about that quote, the enemy of peace is uh, comparison. But then I flipped it and said, well, I don't know. When I think things are bad, I sometimes compare and say, actually, things are a lot better for me than a lot of people. So you can flip it around, kind of easy over easy. I love saying that when I'm in America. In Ireland, when you order eggs, well, often, say in a, a breakfast buffet place, often, oh God, in a hotel or something, you know, the scrambled eggs are usually rubbery. But sometimes, yeah, you get an option, scrambled or poached. I'd definitely be poached, unless, oh, best scrambled eggs I ever had. There's a woman who runs a guest house in, um, Fulham in London. I was going to say South London, but it's, I think it's got a South postcode, has it? But it's, it's north of the Thames, uh, just across from Putney Bridge. Yeah, just across from Putney. Uh, Putney Bridge train station, subway station. She's very near there. Lovely woman by the name of, oh, Ellie, isn't it? God, I'm bad at names. I must call her up and say hi. I stayed with her for a few weeks on a job I was doing in Soho and then I um, I've stayed a couple of times since when visiting London. I haven't stayed for a long time because then I ended up staying with friends but I'd like to if she's still um, in operation stay with her once more because anyway she did the best scrambled eggs oh, so good such a nice woman as well and uh, yeah, you know, I'd love to stay there again sometime after lockdown, if she's still running a guest house there. And um, oh, I'm getting nostalgic now. Yeah, Fulham is nice. I remember a taxi driver telling me when he first dropped me at the, at the guest house saying, oh yeah. Not that long ago, you could get a house pretty cheap in Fulham, but we've all heard those stories, right? It's the same with Clapham now. I think Clapham's really trendy now. Wouldn't have been not so long ago. Unfortunately, it's in the news for all the wrong reasons now, and I'm not going to get into that. For just an incident that happened there. Really horrible incident. But certainly that incident is one of those things when I think about gratitude, I go, well, yeah. When bad things like that happen to people, I go, that's where you set the bar for tragedy. Just uh, pray for her family. So, kind of sorry I brought up Clapham. I do like the place though, but oh, we're going under a tunnel again, I have to announce that. Under another tunnel, beautiful, long, uh, arched tunnel made with um, proper kind of stones. And no graffiti, really nice. And then we're getting the washed out kind of life, the kind of afterlife vibe here. And we're back out, Buen Camino. Buen Camino. Buen Camino, Buen Camino, Buen Camino. La da 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 Not going to start singing again. Although my Elvis impersonation went down well. My whole story about uh, slandering Elvis's name all over the place just so he'd take me to court. The judge would get a giggle out of it, I dare say. Mr. Presley. Well, no, of course, I would have also stood on, slammed, stood on his face with it and drank his liquor from an old fruit jar, all that stuff. But you can knock me down. Yeah, knock him down. So, uh, Elvis, Mr. Presley, what did this gentleman do to you? Well, sir, he uh, knocked me down, stepped in my face, 
He slandered my name all over the place. He did anything that he wanted to do. But sir, Mr. Prezi, did he uh, step on your blue suede shoes? Uh, no, sir, he did not. At which point Elvis realizes, oh, you, you punked me, you got, it's a joke, okay. And then he sings the whole song. Yet another mad situation that I conjured up in my fertile imagination, fertile brain. Um, so, so, 25 minutes to go, is it? No problemo. Mind you, the third segment is only 48 minutes, so I could stop this early. I will see. I'll keep talking. I'll keep talking, baby, after all this time. I don't think a singing career is for me. A friend uh, recently sent me, my friend Dara in Paris, sent me um, a video. He videoed me in a pub in Hounslow in um, North London, out near, um, out west, near, very near Heathrow. I call it the poor man's Twickenham. We were staying there for, uh, we were over for the um, Ireland winning the Grand Slam against playing England and winning the Grand Slam in the rugby. We didn't have tickets and the scalper prices were way too expensive. But we watched it in a pub nearby in Twickenham and honestly to be there for the atmosphere was amazing. But that night, after a few adventures, we ended up back in Hounslow. It's quite far out. If you want to go into like Soho or whatever, or even you know Camden or anywhere, I mean, yeah, Hounslow, not the place to stay. You find you just have to leave early then to get a train back. But anyway, so we end up in this bar. So it's Paddy's day. Ireland had won the Grand Slam. I go up to the. There's a karaoke on. What was the pub called? It wasn't the ship? No. With the king or the crown. Anyway, I go up to the, uh, the karaoke DJ. I said, it's Paddy's day. I'm Irish. I'll sing anything but you too. And he's, oh no, mate, you know, fill up. I said, come on, you have to. I'm Irish. So he made, he got a slot for me. And I think he chose a song and it was one by you too which was kind of appropriate because there were like some English rugby fans there, Irish rugby fans. It's also a large um, sort of, uh, Indian um, demographic in that part of London, a mixture. Um, there were some Irish flags up all right though. Of course it was Paddy's Day. Some people wearing those ridiculous Paddy's Day hats shaped like a pint of Guinness. No leprechaun outfits that I remember. I would have looked good in one. Anyway, so I'm there singing, and I start off by saying I just want to congratulate Ireland for winning the Grand Slam. Then halfway through the song, I say, oh, yeah, shout out to uh, all the, um, the English rugby team for putting up such a brave fight. I mean, definitely could have gone down wrong. I could have got clobbered, but no one was listening, really. So yeah, but you look at me singing there, and I look so intent, like I'm, you'd have to say full marks for effort, but uh, don't give up the day job would be sort of the report card, I think. Uh, it would be a no, a no from Simon anyway, from Simon Cowell. I think it's fair to say it would be a no from everyone pretty early on. I probably wouldn't have even got 30 seconds into it, so. Depressing but true. Oh, now I'm depressed. So, well, here I am doing my Camino on a treadmill. I'll be back, I'll be on Ireland's Got Talent. Kind of want to aim for Britain's Got Talent. Just, you know, bigger show. Although, I don't know, shipping the treadmill would be hard. And what's the angle? Like, I just go out on stage and start walking on my treadmill and talking crap. Yeah. Good luck with that, mate. Anyway. 
I'm getting transcripts, you know, made up automatically of all these shows. I might make a book out of it. It's like, of course, I'm hoping the show will become famous and then I'll make a book out of it as opposed to the show goes nowhere and then flogging a dead horse, I try to still make a book slash one-man show out of it. I mean, I think when I go through all, if I go through all the transcripts and edit them down, there could be something like this is just rambling, me rambling, totally unedited <laughs> and not planning anything. But some good bits do come up, so let's see what happens. Um, I wonder has anyone listened to a complete episode of these, aside from my friends slash frenemies. A frenemy would listen just, he'd hate listen. Hey, you know what? I'm up for hate listens. Like maybe, maybe I could corner the hate listen market. Anyone who really hates me, you can listen just to reassure yourself that I really am as awful as you think I am. In fact, I'm worse. So, you know, hate listens welcome. Absolutely. Going through another of these quiet suburbs. Everything just seems so quiet and empty. Like the sun is relatively high in the sky. I mean, it's the afternoon, right? It's so quiet. Maybe they're all at work. I guess the kids are at school. Looks well kept though. With all those nicely crafted kind of Edward Scissorhands type hedges. I mean, not quite, but you know, you get the picture. I like that film. I, I spent years not watching it or I didn't see it in the cinema. It was on TV, I'd see bits of it. I couldn't get into it. Then one night last year, I think it was on. I may have had a couple of glasses of wine. I don't know, I was just in the mood for it and I loved it. So there, uh, that's my movie review for Edward Scissorhands. Um, uh, you can use that, you're free to copy and paste as appropriate. I'm licensing that for general use. Now, so, this is awkward. I have nothing to say. Oh, okay, let's see, 18 minutes. 18 minutes. Uh, looking at my notes. ZZ Top. Every so often I talk about them. I've been practicing the riff for Shark Dress Man. Just the main riff, really. Oh, something beeped. What the hell was that? Was that here or in Spain? We never know. I can hear some bird song. That's nice. Um. Let's have some water. Oh, I hope something dramatic happens on the video. Like guys with guns or something, because, because, uh, yeah. Hey, welcome to the real Camino. Boring. A lot of it's drudgery. But then it's like life. It pays off in the long run, right? woman across the road and I think that was a turquoise dress. I have to say I like that color. Not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Is it turquoise? No, it's not. Turquoise. 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 You never know. Nice color though. It's just like that. Is it green? Is it blue? No, it's turquoise. And uh, that's all I have to say on that. I'm a big fan, big fan of the color. But uh, I run out of word like uh, Pliocha Lyocha. Mnielzavod Pliocha Lyocha. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guy I studied with in film school in Moscow, Swedish guy Anders, ended up making um, action movies. Are they horror movies? I think they're action movies. Successful ones in Russia. Like in Russian and in Russia. So well done, Anders Breivik. <sighs> Possibly the most successful of our um, 
class. What do you call that? I was going to use a better word than class. Or whatever. Class of 90... Oh, what was it, 91, 92? Well, I just spent a year there. He and Dennis and others spent longer. My friend da friends Danko and Yellen have spent two years. Poor Danko, as I mentioned on day one of my Camino, passed away from COVID shortly after his father. Um, so, any of you anti-vaxxer, conspiracy theory people, not interested. Uh, not interested. Go somewhere else with that. It's real. It's real. Okay, it's not fake news. I know you're reading stuff on all these dodgy websites. You don't even know the provenance of the websites, but... That's a clue, you know, if you can't find out who owns the source of your media. Like, at least if you're reading, following Rupert Murdoch lies, you at least know where it's coming from. And you can gauge accordingly. Anyway, not getting political. Where were we? Oh, I'd love to play him. I don't look evil enough, even with my beard now. I'm not tall enough, but if I muscled out, got that kind of Popeye vibe going on. Yeah, I could be the kind of small, small, but you know, built like a brick uh, ass house. You know, missing teeth. I think I could just, I need some acting lessons, but I could get the whole sense of foreboding and maybe the fact that I'm not tall makes me even more frightening. Uh, but I'd have to really dose up on some good quality steroids, you know? Definitely. I'm too lazy to work out properly. Can you just inject the steroids and that's it? Yeah? Okay, no, don't have to work out. Something like that. Get a few teeth knocked out. That's all I say in the whole film. Translation, my name is Bad Lyoka. That's what he says before killing his victims. And the, I, otherwise, I'm just walking around this kind of Russian hip-hop music playing. And then every so often, And then, I don't know, all hell breaks loose. Fight scenes, choreographed. I used to work with a guy called Don the Dragon Wilson kickboxing champion slash actor from America in some of those Roger Corman Concord movies I worked in. Maybe the dragon could train me up. Trained by Don the Dragon Wilson. That first film I worked on with Don the Dragon Wilson, well, I only worked on one with him, but he did some more in Ireland. Uh, trained to Kill. My friend saw it advertised in a Russian newspaper, you know, TV guide, one to watch. He was amused to see me in it with my one line. Sir, he's here. See, I, I'm a classic. I could do all sorts of roles. Uh, where was I? ZZ Top. So yeah, sharp dressed man. And practicing that, really digging the power chords, oh man. But just to play even that short riff perfectly is hard. You gotta play the notes, let them ring out, and also dampen them. And uh, yeah, I'm really trying to get that perfect. But the riff is like... But there's a bit where it... There's one bit then, you're going through the... the uh, not the chorus, the verses, and you're just kind of it's hard to do it humming it, and then it goes up to a G power chord, and it's what's it? Uh, G, but then it goes. No, I this is ridiculous. But there's just one bit where, before going into the chorus. It does this, these three chords, and it's so amazing. And I'm not doing it justice here at all. That's my favorite bit of the whole thing. That bit between the verse and the... Uh, is it a chorus, though? 
in, in, back to the main riff anyway. Anyway, what I was saying, when I'm famous after this, so there'll be the podcast, there'll be the book, and there'll probably there'll be the one-man show, okay, if you insist, on the West End in London. And of course, not forgetting Broadway. And it'll be on Broadway. You know, none of this off-Broadway stuff. No, I, I'm not an off-Broadway kind of guy. I'm Broadway or bust, okay? I think I'll call this episode Broadway or bust. No sleep till Broadway. There we go, a little Beastie Boys reference. Broadway or bust. So anyway, but at the end of the one-man show, I'll have to play sharp-dressed man. I'll probably dress up in my bespoke suit and one of my fancy watches. Come out and play it, sing it perfectly. Will I have a long, I mean, I have a beard now. Will I have a long beard? No. Long beards, short guys, uh-uh, <clears throat> nope. It's just it's easy top, of course, Billy Gibbons has a long beard, for those who are wondering what I'm, the reference is. Yeah, I was kind of rocking the Unabomber look for a while there, then I, during lockdown, kind of trimmed my beard there. Hair is getting long though. I think I'm gonna go, I think my, my look, my new look is going to be long hair, short beard. What do you think? Answers on a postcard. Okay, where, how are we doing here? Another walking through some town. Everything's so quiet. Um, 3.51. I, mean, I could stop around here. And then do my day. 23. Let me see. So I have 448. 4.48. Yeah, there's less than an hour left. So why don't I stop now and then we'll do my day 23. I'll have breakfast and then do my day 23. Okay, so we're stopping at 320, 3.52.11 roughly. Okay. So... Buen Camino, over and out. See you for day 23. God bless Buen Camino.